Welcome back, everybody, to the Nosebleed Sports Podcast. I'm Chris Witt, and with me, as always, is Mr. Adam Schmidt. Adam, let me see those headphones. How you doing today, brother? Oh, perfectly prepared, as always. Uh, we, got, I, we got going quick today, so you forgot to get the headphones plugged in. The good thing is we have no other audio except our own voices, so we don't even really probably need headphones. Yeah. Except true. just to tell us when we're too far away from the microphone. Yeah, that's a good call. That's a good call. Thank you uh, on the assist again, because I'm always forgetting. But yeah, uh, doing pretty well. And how about yourself as you're plugging my headphones in for me? Thank you. I'm wonderful. Excellent. We're yeah. back. Uh, we, we had uh, a little, if you watched or listened last week, if you watched last week, little audio difference uh, than you're used to, but we are back uh, and should be all fixed this week. Yep. So it should be in good shape there. And uh, yeah, that's, I, you know, I, we've got, you know, we've got a busy show as we usually do hundred percent. This is, this is a, this is a good one. We've, you know, we really, we really, really only got one big sports item that we're going to be going over and that's going to be baseball. We've obviously got our NFL picks uh, and then Mount Rushmore comedy, but uh, uh, yeah, I mean, it's, let's get this thing kicked off right off the bat, man. Let's start off with the Reese's. You have had Reese's for months now. I feel like you just continue to get Reese's every single time we're doing this. Well, I just I, I went nuts one week, you know, a few weeks ago and just got a whole bunch of different stuff. So uh, why not? All right. I'm excited to see what. Oh, also, uh, the video might be a little different this week because we switched the camera around. Now we can't right. see ourselves. So no idea if it's working or not. We don't know, but we're going to see and we're going to see if it's reversed and if our T-shirts read the right way and all that. Before we start the Reese's, I have to give you your birthday gift. I told uh, you last week you had one coming. It came the very next day after we did that. And here's the thing about this is once you open this, you're going to see. Go ahead. Yeah, you you go ahead and do that first. You can open that, and then you'll have to decide how you want to handle this birthday gift throughout the podcast. You don't have to open it now, but you can while we're doing this, while we're talking. Totally up to you, or you can save it. Okay. This is uh, it says junk wax box. You'll need a knife or something. Okay, we'll be we'll find there. Uh, junk wax box. Uh, post your hits and tag us mm-hmm. at junkwaxbox.com. Don't eat the gum. That means that this probably is going to have some old baseball cards in it. I'm thinking. We'll have to see. I'm hoping so. We'll have to see. I'm hoping so. Pencil knife Let's there. Yeah, we got the old pencil knife out. Oh man, look at this! Holy cow! Subtel, man, this is nothing but basketball cards here. We've got Fleer, 94-95. We've got football. We've got 1990 football. These are player photo cards. Fleer, premier edition. Uh, 1991 Major League Baseball. That's score. Oh, score. Series one, score. What do we got here? We've got a 95-96 Tops basketball. John Stockton on there. Dude, there's a lot of cards here. Mm-hmm. NFL football, 1991 upper deck. Oh, yes. Dude, a 1990 Fleer. That's a good pack of cards. I, I just like how the front of the card. Yep. I, the I mean, old the, the wax pack. The wax pack. If you're, if you're uh, watching, you can see each one of these. But if you're listening, I'll just explain them. Fleer, 95, 96 basketball. This is nice. One flare hardwood leader per pack. Hey, yes, exactly. There's four limited edition insert series, and you get at least one per pack. 
Nice. Find total D insert cards only in regular packs, and there's four unique card designs. Look for hot packs too. 11 NBA baseball basketball cards in there. NBA baseball cards will be pretty slick. <laughs> this is a pro set 1990. Yes. I think I if, if I'm pro set. Yeah, I think those are my favorite NFL cards ever. I think we had a bunch of them, my brother and I did, and those are my favorites if I'm thinking oh. the right ones. So this might be one of my all-time favorite cards that ever came out. When Fleer came out with the Fleer Ultra, it was the very first like aluminum-looking packaging, and I thought these were the coolest things in the entire world. That's a Series 2. That could have some good rookie. That's got good rookie potential in it. There you go. All right, so what's your thoughts on this? I'm, I'm opening these while we do this. Good. Good. Yeah. We can just keep right on going as you're at your leisure and you just got to get anything good. You got to let us know. Okay. Now, so I'm going to start with the uh, 91 score baseball. So excited. And I, I don't want you to get your uh, fingers messy on the cards, but we have this week the Reese's Crunchy Snack Cake. Ooh, is this got the, does this have the Rice Krispies or? Oh, no. I don't no, think so. I think, I think so, this yeah. is. So we've had the snack cake. This is the Crunchy Snack Cake. And I will start opening this while you open that. Oh, Ryan Sandberg right off the top, baby. Oh, right off the top is a rhino. Oh, buddy. Oh, what a deck of cards. What a set of cards. Robbie Dibble for number two and Donnie Baseball, Don Mattingly, number three. Man, it doesn't get much better than that. How about a rookie Mike Bell? Oh, yeah. Um, R.I.P. Rondo, I, I don't know. Is Mike Bell dead? Isn't that uh, – um, What's his name? Bell, Reds manager's brother. That died. That's a, that's a really good question. I have no idea. I think he died not too long ago. R.I.P. Mike Bell or whoever I'm I'm thinking of. Yeah, if that is that sucks. Uh, Rondell White. Oh, there's a Cecil Field Cecil or mm-hmm. Cecil. What do you call him? I think I, always, Cecil. I think I always went Cecil, but I don't know. Did I, I feel like Cecil's probably mm. right, though. The all-star card. Cecil Fielder all-star. We've got a Bobby Witt K-man. Hey, Uncle no Bobby. Re- no relation. W-I-T-T. That's okay. <laughs> See, that's what's great about these. The black ones, I loved these. When you get – oh, this is good. Who we got here? Neil Heaton. Kurt Young. Well, I could just do this for the entire – oh, Mr. Perfect. He doesn't like being called that. I don't think either. Uh, Tom Browning. You signed that looks, Mr. Perfect. That looks like a terrible delivery. Mm-hmm. It, like he – like because they get final pick on their on their photos, do I they? believe. I'm pretty sure. I think – I feel like that is exactly what Tom Browning would pick because it looks the goofiest. <laughs> oh, how about a 1929 World Series trivia? You ready for this? Yeah, let's do it. All right, let's do this first. Uh, Mike Heath, Gary Templeton. Jack Morris hey. and Juan Baringer. All right. Okay. That's not a bad set of cards right there, bud. That's okay. Yeah. I feel like there's at least a dollar, a dollar fifty worth of cards Good. sitting there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, here I we mean, go. In the year that those came out, 50 cents, maybe a pack. Yeah. And there's probably, I mean, that's there's good cards in there. Yeah. There's all-stars, there's a Hall of Famer, there's all kinds of stuff. World Series trivia, 1929. This is my year. I know everything about the World Series in 29. Out of score. Um, is there a – where's the answer at? Okay. Anyway. Uh, don't worry. I know the answer. This is just – I don't know if this is – oh, this is just – I'm just telling you a story. I think. Oh. 
All right, so the Athletics won the 1929 World Series four games to one, but it might have been a closer series if it wasn't for two innings that absolutely destroyed the Cubs. The A's had taken a quick two to one lead in the series by winning the first game three to one and the second nine to three. Then the Cubs rebounded by taking the third game three to one behind the pitching of Guy Bush. They were on their way toward tying up the series with an 8 0 lead at the top of the seventh inning of game four. Suddenly, the mighty A's struck. A total of 15 men came to the plate in the bottom of the seventh, seven of them singled one walked one was hit by a pitch one double and two home runs 10 runs scored and the a's won 10 to 8 the cubs still had a chance as they led 2-0 going into the bottom of the ninth in game five but Mjolhas hit a two-run homer and bing miller won the game three to two with a run scoring double lightning strikes all of that was on that little tiny. Part. All of that is. A, oh thank God. God you didn't have to read that because you would not have been able to. No, read it. I could not. That's awesome. All right, so that's pack number one. Let's get into the Reese's Crunch time. I'll try not to get totally crazy. This is going to be so hard to open open cards and not talk about the cards the entire time. You can. Okay. All right. This is our podcast. We can do what we want. Do what we want. All right. So I'll tell you. Initially, I've got one. So there are two bars in yeah. this pack, right? Two snack cakes. Um. I'll tell you initially, so I've eaten one. Okay. And it's, I, I'll be honest, I don't remember exactly what the snack cake without the crunchy tasted like. But so this is the crunchy snack cake. That's right. Okay. The snack cake was, it was very soft. I remember being very soft. I think it was soft. I think you're right. Soft baked chocolate cake topped with Reese's peanut butter and crunchy peanuts covered in smooth real milk chocolate all right continue first impressions yeah the snack cake with peanuts um i like it it's i think i i remember i think you weren't a fan of the snack cake no i don't think i was (laughs) i think i liked it but wasn't it wasn't like one of my top this uh you know what i don't think this raises it up or down for me i think it's fine i can take or leave the crunch i normally am a soft Without peanuts, give me a cake thing without crunch. This is fine because it adds to the peanut flavor. It's the peanut butter plus the peanuts. It kind of enhances the peanut butter a little bit for me. What do you think? It's got like the brownie yeah. kind of taste to it. Um, anything that has peanuts in it, I normally don't like. There are very few things with peanuts that I like. I think Snickers might be the only candy that I like with peanuts in it. I this yeah I'm I'm ready to I'm ready to give my my number you ready let me hear you uh two four wow not, this is something I'm not a fan of this you don't have to eat it all oh <laughs> I'm not a fan of this um okay all right you don't have a peanut allergy right never have never will <laughs> um I'm gonna go uh five point five which is very low for me. That might be my lowest score of all. I think that was our lowest score for any of these from both of us. I think you're right. All right. Well, there's that. So it's not my favorite, but I'm going to finish it. Good for you because I'm not finishing that. This might be the first time I ever did not finish our Reese's segment. Hmm. Totally okay. Look, nobody bats a 1,000, okay? It's impossible. It's impossible. 
you know, though, while we're on the uh, while we're on the while we're on the topic, let's go. Fleer Premier Edition Football 1990 photo cards. Yes, I mean, I just can't wait for the names here. I just cannot wait for the names. 90 football. That's probably when I was the most into football. You think so? <laughs> Maybe. So this is going to be the year after the Bengals were in the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Or no, that was 88. Sorry. 88, 89 Super Bowl, 88 season. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. So this is going to be the, the, this is going to be two years after the Bengals were in the Super Bowl. So you might get yourself a David Fulcher or a Nicky Woods still. Yeah. Yeah. You got chances on that. But we're going to start. I'm going to uh, let's. I just want to know if we can. Re- I, I'd be excited if we knew anyone in this. We're going to know so many of the guys in this. All right. Uh, John Offerdahl. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Linebacker <laughs> Miami. Yeah. Eddie Anderson. Mm-hmm. Give me a, just give me, give me a position. I say the name, you give me a position. Eddie Anderson's a kicker. Uh, defensive back. Uh, I almost said Las Vegas. I guess back. I don't know. I think it was Oakland then. Mm. Leonard Marshall. Mm hmm. Running back, defensive lineman, Giants. Mm-hmm. Here you go, bud. We've got a we've got a Hall of Famer. We've got a Hall of Famer, Rod Woodson, safety, defensive back, Henry Ellard, uh, uh, guard, wide receiver, yeah, uh, Scott Norwood. Mm. Holy cow! Every you know Scott Norwood. Oh uh, yeah, I do know Scott Norwood. He's one of the most famous. He's the most famous person from, from any of the Buffalo from the very first Buffalo uh, Buffalo Bills Super Bowl teams. The most famous person from that team, Scott Norwood. I mean, I would I, more famous than Jim Kelly, more famous than Thurman Thomas, more famous than uh, Don Beebe, Don Beebe, more famous than Bruce Smith. He's the kicker, kicker that yeah. pushed it. Uh, how about Thane Gash? Uh, Ow, um, yeah. Wide receiver. Defensive back. Mm-hmm. Nick Lowry. Point guard. That sounds like a kicker. Uh, oh, man, I got kickers coming out of the butt. Mike Kofer. I remember that Mike name. Kofer. Mike Kofer, San Francisco. Right. How about Bruce Matthews? Oh, D-line. Yes, offensive line. You're getting closer. <laughs> Big Daryl Grant. Oh, I might have gave it away. Big Daryl Grant. Big Daryl Grant kicker, obviously. <laughs> Defensive line. Oh, boy. Set this bad boy off Ooh. to the side. There's a Nicky Woods, my friends. There's a Nicky Woods, baby. We called the Nicky Woods. And there's a Mr. John Elway. There's some good Ooh. cards in here now. How about Leslie O'Neill, one of the best defensive linemen back then uh, for, for the Chargers? And then Dwayne The Bickett. Rock Johnson. Oh, 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 oh. Uh, Indianapolis Colts. Um, yeah, defensive line, linebacker, linebacker. I had his starting lineup, believe it or not. Why would you have his starting lineup? I don't know. I think we uh, we would like it would be a special occasion if we got an A or something. We could go get a starting lineup. We went and got, uh, for some reason, I don't know. That's uh, the one you got. That's one of the times I got. Yeah. All right. Well, there you go. Since we're talking football, let's get into the football picks. Adam Schmidt, how did we do last week? I made one correct pick Atta and boy. Two, two incorrect uh which brings me to two and seven on the season okay after last week you however uh made one incorrect pick and two correct baby, takes the lead takes, takes the lead baby and never is going to look back that's the goal just like last year three and six now for you two and uh, seven for me so congrats to you on 
last week's win. All right, that means I'm not. I'm this. I'm continuing off the top of the off the top of the hat for next week and this week. I'm going to keep it going. Uh, this is Thursday. We're going off the Thursday spreads off ESPN app. I don't know why we use the ESPN app. We just always have. So we're always going to continue that. Um, so let's kick this bad boy off. Uh, I'm going to, I'm going to make this real easy. Uh, let's go Browns chargers. Uh, I'm taking Justin Herbert in Cleveland lane two and a half, uh, chargers win by a field goal, half, half point, half points. All I need right there, bub. And then let's go, let's take a look here at, uh, how about, uh, let's go, uh, Buccaneers Falcons. I'm going to take the road dog on this one. I'm going to take the Falcons plus nine and a half. That's just too many points. Nine and a half. I, they've got to do something. Nine and a half. Both teams are two and two. I'm, I'm running with that. Uh, I'm going to take the Falcons plus nine and a half. And let's say, oh, man, I'll tell you what, that Cowboys-Rams game is going to be a good game to watch. And this and, is where you say I'm and not the Ram, I am touching this oh. one. I'm taking this because I got a little – I got a feeling. Ooh. This game is in LA, right? Brand new stadium, giant, big stadium. However, the Cowboys are not afraid of that. And they've got a up and coming quarterback in somebody named Rush. And it doesn't matter what he does because that Cowboys defense is insane. And right now, Matt Stafford's arm is not right. Cowboys win this game. I say win it outright, but I'm also getting five and a half points. I say the Cowboys at the money line, although we're not playing that. So give me Cowboys plus five and a half. <laughs> okay. All right. You have the Chargers, Falcons, and Cowboys. I'm going to go uh, down to New Orleans, and uh, Seattle is a road dog there. And I'm going to go ahead and take Seattle five and a half the spread. Give me Seattle in New Orleans. Uh, Houston is at Jacksonville. Jacksonville is a I usually don't touch uh too many home favorites but this time I'm going to Jackson is a 7 point favorite Whoa. against the Houston Texans and for some reason I'm going with Jacksonville and then the third one I had it written down I'm just going to go ahead and go with it we're going to have a, a one similar there I'm taking the Chargers as well I think that's a nice pick I like it that sounds good I like all of them those all sound like great picks when do the what's are the Bengals uh do they got another Sunday night. This Sunday night against the against the Ravens. That's going to be a great game. I'm really excited for that. Yeah. Uh, but to get us in the spirit of our next segment, Mr. Schmidt, I am going to open up uh, out of this awesome pack of what do they call this? What was it called? The junk box? Junk wax box. Junk wax box. Oh, wax. I get it now because mm-hmm. uh, of the wax paper. Although there's only a couple wax paper in there. Yeah. So what we're going to do is we're going to open up the foil paper here, and it's going to be Major League Baseball. This is Fleer Ultra. The Fleer Ultra 92. Uh, and let's see what co- – oh, my God. I remember these cards. Like <laughs> These are nice. <laughs> I remember these cards. Like it pictures on the yesterday, man. Oh, so crisp and oh man. Yeah. We're gonna start with Jim Larrett's the gold, the gold stripe across the oh so yeah. good. Oh, they're stuck together. So <laughs> you know that it's a good card when they're stuck together. <laughs> little Willie Randolph. I love little hey, Willie Randolph. All right, come here now. What else you got? Oh, let's get first. Let's just go through. They're all oh, I see a couple rookies in here. We've got chances. I'm just looking in the top. There's three whoa, three rookies in a row. All of them slightly together. 
rookies are always good, man. If you're going to get a card in these old packs, you want to pull out a rookie. Oh, there's four rookies in here. Wow. Four total rookies. Well, so we started off with the uh, Jim Lairds, Willie Randolph, Dave Martinez, Reds outfielder. Hey. Reds outfielder playing first base in the, in the picture. Got to love that. Of course. Uh, Paul Miller. I don't know Paul Miller. How about Esteban Beltre? Okay. Rookie? That's actually a rookie card. Uh, I think that's Adrian Beltre the first time he came into the league, and then he retired and came back into the league as a young man again. Yeah. Um, ben Riviera, that's a rookie. Oh, we're striking out on the rookies so far. <laughs> Give me something good here. Rafael Ramirez, rookie. That's a bump. Oh, that's not a rookie. Didn't I say there was three rookies in a row? Yeah. Oh, there was. Paul Miller was. Paul Miller was. What a bummer. All right. Dave Hansen. All right. Dave Hansen. We're getting a little better. There's Barry Jones. Wow. Uh, oh, Bob Tewksbury, baby. The old Bobby Tooks. Guy had a rubber arm. He could throw for days. Lance Blinkenship. And last but not least, the rookie Rico Rossi. That's the worst pack of baseball cards I've ever seen. I can, I mean, there's a Jim Larrettson. <laughs> and Willie Randolph. I mean, there's a Jim Larrettson. I mean, there's a Jim Larrettson. <laughs> he played on a World Series team. <laughs> oh, wow. That's a very poor pack of cards. All right. There you go. That's, uh, right. that's, that's number three. Adam, let's talk, though, about what's going on in baseball because it is over. Let's first say congratulations to Albert Pujols. Yes. 703 or, or four. Yeah. I mean, four. the guy went on a little bit of a tear there once he hit 700 for the old man. Um, but most importantly, right now, I think the guy who hasn't been, he's been getting props on the, you know, on certain, on, 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 on sports talk shows, on ESPN radio, things like that, and ESPN. But I just, I just still don't feel like it's a lot of, just a lot going anywhere. Aaron Judge officially is has more home, has hit more home runs than anybody has ever done in the American League 62 home runs he beats Roger Maris uh, another Yankee so you got Ruth then Maris then now judge yeah and Ruth broke his own record like four times before he hit 60 so it's like Ruth 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 Maris judge so cool man it's just so unbelievably cool 62 home runs. You could just see it in his teammates' faces that everybody was relieved. He was so happy. Uh, they escorted, immediately escorted the guy who had the ball, escorted him out. They're already saying upwards of $2 million for that ball. I haven't heard anything about it. My guess is he's selling that son of a gun. I would. I, I, listen, I'm all about giving people balls and stuff like that. But you talk two million dollars, man. That's you're talking about. <clears throat> you're talking about some money that can change some lives, right? So I'm going to give Judge first op at it. You know what I mean? I'll give the Yankees actually probably probably better to give the Yankees first opportunity at it, right? That's Yankees or baseball? I'd be like, look, here's the deal. They're saying two. Uh, I sell it to you guys right now. One point seven five. I'm going to give you a deal. One point seven five. Let's do it. You guys do what you feel is right with the ball. However, I was lucky enough to have this happen. It could change my family's life. I love baseball too much to sell it to some random billionaire. How about you guys? Uh, tell me what you think. Or let's go one and a half and lifetime season tickets in in the in, you know in the lower deck somewhere somewhere nice or a suite or something. Like a that. suite, yeah, lifetime something 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 cool. So that's uh, 
That's that's how I would do it. What would you do if you caught that ball? Would you just give it back to him for like a signed bat and a couple hats or something? First of all, I got to say, I wanted to ask you that question, what you would do, because from what I heard, the guy that hasn't said what he's going to do yet. I also heard a story about um, it was it was McGuire's either 62nd or 73rd or something like that or 70th. Maybe. I think it was a 70, something like that. And he or he didn't hit 73. He hit 68, didn't he? He hit, I think he hit 70. I think he had. Oh, had he did. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. Bonds and Yeah. Um, so, but McGuire, I think his, I think it was the 70th. Um, guy had the ball, just wanted to meet Mark, Mark McGuire. McGuire says, they, they, so they offered him a signed uh, bat, ball, and jersey. Okay. He said, okay, but I also want to meet Mark McGuire and I'll give him the ball. I want to give it to him personally. I told exactly what I would say. I want to shake his hand and give it to him personally. Mark McGuire said, nah, not meeting you. Uh, but Mark McGuire's a shot. Mark, that's the kind of guy. Mark, Mark McGuire's always been that way. Mark McGuire doesn't want to have anything to do with fans. That's a, that's a shame, man. It, but I thought that was the thing about that time that McGuire seemed to be like he was, you know, he was having fun. And he was, I thought they really built up the McGuire is a good guy. McGuire Sosa deal. Yeah, and the Sosa was even more. Sosa, in fact, like made McGuire a little like lighter and stuff because right. they were living that together. And Sosa was such in a the like, same happy division, yeah. right. playing each other constantly. It, I remember the story about about McGuire saying, you know, you know, Sammy is so like almost like Magic Johnson esque, where he's just like the life of the of the room, right. and right. you know, he he's you know wants to be nice to everybody all the time. So it kind of like lightened McGuire up a little bit, but apparently not enough because he wouldn't even meet the guy that caught his right. run ball. So the guy ended up selling it for a ton of money. Good for him. Especially if guys guy pulls that one. Like if Judge is like, nope, don't even want to shake his hand. I, I could well, nope. Man, I'm gone in a heartbeat. See I'm, ya. I'm selling it to the Red Sox. Yeah. Oh, yes. So <laughs> but I watch him burn it. I, I did I did want to say I'm very surprised. I thought automat you were an automatic. I give it back to the guy. No questions asked. I don't want anything. I'm give him first dibs at it, but you're talking about something big. I mean, if you're talking like somebody's like, oh, I'm gonna give you a, that ball's worth hundred and fifty thousand dollars. That doesn't really change my life, right? That's I mean, it's nice. That's a huge chunk of change. Don't get me wrong, but it doesn't change your life. And I'm not even saying $2 million in the scheme of the grand scheme of your whole life maybe doesn't. Yeah, it does. It does change. It does because that's many, many years of, of working. You know what I mean? Many that, that now your retirement set, you know, you, that goes straight to retirement. I can retire when I want to. I don't have to worry about saving money and all this other stuff. I can continue to work, but I've got, I know I've got a nest egg. I can be done. I can get me a little place out and, you know, Boca Raton or somewhere like that. Oh, that's the first place that came to my head was Boca Raton. Boca Raton with a Brooklyn accent. Yeah, I don't know why. But anyway, yeah, no, man, that's that's different. Dude, they talking talking totally different. I I am surprised by what you're by what you said you would do with the ball. Not disappointed though. Yeah. Because uh, you're 100% right. I did I didn't even think you have a a family. You have three kids and a wife. Yeah. You know, that, that makes total sense to me. I um, think differently now, for sure, than I did you I'll, know, 15, I'll 20 years 25 ago. 25-year-old <laughs> Chris or 23-year-old Chris. Totally that, different guy. Yeah. Sure. You're, you're giving that thing back. So um, I just want to hang out for it. Like, I'd be like, look, dude, you're mine for a week. Like, I'm, I'm chilling. I'm going to be in the dugout during the Yankees playoff <laughs> games, right? Like, I'm, I'm making this – like, this is going to be the sweetest damn thing that's ever happened. I'm taking BP 
with the team before the game. <laughs> I'm taking infield practice. I'm doing. I'm, I'm at every practice. I'm I'm making this thing huge. And I get to wear Reds gear the whole time. Yes. Yeah. Oh, I'll do that. I, no. I get to Red, wear my Red Sox hat. Yeah, I was going to say, back then it would be I'm wearing Red Sox gear the whole time. Yeah. Uh, okay, yeah. You know, I, I thought I, I thought to myself, yeah, I'm giving that ball back. That's his ball. It's 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 too, It's too important to him. You can tell. It's um, I don't know. Give him an opportunity. Give him an opportunity. The man just bet on himself. He's about to make a buttload of money. I was going to say, he probably, I mean, you never know. You might just be like, I'm hoping to be like such a nice guy and give this back that that he like offers me something big for it like that. Yeah. But it might not. That could that, that could bite you. No chance. Yeah. I'm I'm not expecting anything like that. So on second thought, since what you said makes so much sense, I'm like, I don't I don't know. Maybe I, I'm not sure what I would do. I think I would offer it back to him and uh just really, really hope that he wants to give me something big for it. Um Anyway, on to the actual games, though. Uh, let's just run down real quick and just kind of throw who you think out. If you want to, if you want to give some reason or something, that's fine. If not, we can just throw out who we think, and we can go back at the end of the postseason and say, "Hey, this is what we had, and uh, how right or wrong were we?" Real quick, uh, ninety-one upper deck football. Mm-hmm. I've never opened a pack of upper deck football cards. I love that they still have the diamond. Up in the top left yes. corner, and it's a football card. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, how about Clay Matthews? Oh, how about Clay Matthews in '91? Clay Matthews. Did Clay Matthews' dad play football too? Yeah. Oh, he did. So yeah. this is Clay Matthews' dad then. Yeah, he had the long hair too. Wonder if he talked like him. Sean Collins. Uh, anyway, let's go. Let's Kicker. talk about it. If I get something good, uh, John Roper, Courtney Hall, nothing good. Oh, Mike Saxon. Look at that punter pumped up. Whoa. That was like a 50-yard punt right there. I mean, he's got like a regular size shirt. Uh-oh. <laughs> we got a collector's choice, Troy Aikman. Collector's, collector's choice cards are so awesome. Yes, they are. That God, is such a know. terrible sketch, though. <laughs> it's so I, much better. I did always like the draw, the drawn cards. Yes, you got to love the color. Yeah, like the yeah, Diamond, Diamond Kings, Kings and stuff like that. But this is definitely not Diamond <laughs> Kings-esque. How about the rookie Mike Dumas safety? Ah, Dumas? Dumbass or Dumas? I would say probably. Missing an S. Missing an S, so probably just Dumas. Uh, it's a good thing he was a good he was a good football player. Uh, he got made fun of. How about the season leader, Warren Moon? Oh, yeah. CFL. 362 champion. yards. You know, Ed, uh, what did he lead in here? Oh, he led in. What are we showing that he led in? Yards. This is what it's going by. Yards. You know, had the second most yards that year? Uh, Boomer size. Old Jim Everett. Jim Everett. Mm-hmm. Oh, Ron Heller. Okay. No idea who that is. Backwards card. Oh, got to love the Sammy Smith on the backside. Little Barry Sanders-esque in the picture, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I would say Larry Zonka-esque. Oh, really? With Miami? Uh, okay. I oh, I get you. Stephen Baker and, oh, my God, we've got the aerial threats. Ooh. I don't know who they are. Steve DeBerg and Stefan Page, baby. Hey. The aerial threats. Is that uh, Kansas City? Yeah, Kansas City. It's exactly right. Well done. All right. So, what is what's our very first? Uh, what's the first uh, postseason matchup for the for baseball? Let's start in the American League in a wild card series: Tampa Bay and Cleveland. Who do you like? Tampa Bay, Cleveland. 
Tampa Bay, Cleveland. I'll tell you what, man. Uh, you know, I'm I'm in Columbus and Toledo and all over the place, way up north, way around in Cleveland. Nobody is really talking about these guys, but that McKenzie kid, that young kid, he is a stud. Yeah. You give him the ball, you win. Give him the ball, you win. It, it, he's he's fun to watch. Young, the ball moves so much out of his hand, but one player can't can't win you a three-game series is the problem. He's only going to pitch once. But they also have Shane Bieber. They have Shane Bieber. They've got a good staff. Um, and they have they have a they have a guy who probably is going to – well, he may not – yeah, he's probably going to finish somewhere in the National League MVP voting and Jose Ramirez, who had an absolutely crazy year this year. So, um, I, you know, Tampa Bay's Tampa Bay. They've been on fire for the last three, four years. I'm I'm putting this one. Let's go Cleveland, man. I'm going to take Cleveland. I'm going to take Cleveland. It's going to take all three games, but I'm going to take Cleveland. All three games. Okay. Um, I love Terry. Any any Terry Francona team, I love. Yeah. Um, Jose Ramirez, obviously, MVP candidate. What surprised me that I didn't realize until I was looking at this earlier, Cleveland is the youngest team in baseball. Really? The youngest team man, in baseball. That's scary. That's scary for the rest of baseball. Now, I was just so you know, 95, 96 tops basketball is about to be open. Continue. So the thing about this, this specific box, they have like themed boxes every month. Mm -hmm. Um, And you can, so this specific one is like mid 90s. So every time you get one of these boxes, it's like late 80s to early 90s in that era. Okay. This one specifically went mid 90s basketball. That was, that was interesting. Okay. Even though uh, I've got a 1990 Fleer, but I'll take no, ju- just the basketball. Oh, just the basketball yeah, is okay. Basketball so are you ready? Are you ready for the the pack? I'm so ready. So here's the deal: like we have always been basketball and baseball guys. So you know, you go in the 90s, the, the Bengals weren't any good. Nobody was paying. I wasn't paying attention <laughs> to football at all. So. Here we go. We're yeah, going to, you'll, you'll get a Marion Butts or a Lawrence Taylor, sure, yeah, somebody, yeah. Christian Okoye. You get somebody like that. that was on, that was on Tecmo Super Bowl and you're happy. If you get a Bo Jackson in there, I'm going to leave. Uh, low vote. I'm going to call him low vote, even though it's probably Loy Vaught. Loy Vaught. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to call this dude low vote. Okay. Uh, we, we played basketball with a low. Yeah. Yes, we did. We did play with low and button. That's right. Low and button. This is my God. Uh, first, never mind. Uh, Clyde. The Glide Drexler. Oh, Hall of Famer. Yeah, baby. We got a Hall of Famer. Holy cow. It's a 1995 NBA draft redemption card. I could possibly get to go to the 1995 draft number four of 29. There is a, I think that if I would have filled this out, I could have gone to the 1995 draft. I could have been one of 29, 29 people. So they did not have all 29 of the people there. Unfortunately, I didn't open this card That's too back bad. then. Uh, NBA basketball. This is just a checklist. Yep, we got a checklist. Oh, Those were two, the worst. Two bad cards in a row. Uh, <laughs> Chucky Persons. Okay. All right. That's not bad. We're talking. We got a ball player there. Who we got here? Little Wesley person. We got a Chuck oh, person and a Wesley person. We got people all over. Yeah, <laughs> people all over. Otis Thorpe. That's okay. not that's not terrible. Otis not terrible. Nice. Uh, like a 20-year career there, I think. Big Dale Ellis. Oh, shooter. Oh, my God, could he shoot? Oh, Dale Ellis. A uh, little Adam Keefe. Adam Keefe. Little little jazz action. Oh, 
We've got a block leader. We have two league leaders here. Yes. Two league leaders, Hakeem Olajuwon oh, oh. and John Stockton, Adams' all-time oh my favorite. God. My favorite center and my favorite point guard of all time, two in a row. Two in a row. And go ahead and throw a guy who probably could have been, at one point, one of the greatest small forwards to ever live, but just injuries and his ankle killed him. Mr. Grand Hill. Just had a birthday. Happy birthday. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. Oh, you're not man. kidding. Ten five, like literally yesterday was Grant Hill's birthday. Yeah, he's the only child of two only children. Hmm. <clears throat> I mean, and, How about and, that? and he, I, I he, didn't understand that when I first said it. <laughs> <laughs> he and David Robinson, probably the two nicest ba- basketball players to ever play. Just More than likely, it seems like the the there, nicest. There's a couple plastic cards in here, the plastic worthy cards in here. Yeah, I got, I got. There's a few plastic worthy you cards. Need to get right that that dream and that Stockton. Absolutely. And, uh, um, okay, so on to so you pick uh, Cleveland in that. I'm going to go ahead with Tampa Bay, uh, just for the fact that that Cleveland. Some, I mean, Tampa Bay is probably a very young team too, but they have actually sort of had a little bit of a core for the last two three yeah. years, so. Uh, just going with them, just it's kind of a fun pick for me. Uh, let's go down to Seattle and Toronto. Uh, this is easy for me. I love this young Rodriguez kid for uh, Seattle. I want Seattle. I mean, it's still there's still that junior feeling. I, I'll always have that love for junior and that whole Seattle vibe. Just every time I see the the teal and navy uniforms, I just it just brings me to that. Was it 96, 97, whenever that was when Griffey had his Griffey runs around, comes home, slides into home, and everybody's on him and he's on the ground. The, the Griffey smile and uh, it just brings me to that. I gotta go. The last time, the last time the Seattle Mariners were in the playoffs. I, could this be right? Yeah, I think no, I could. I could. could it's got to be. No. Yeah. Yeah. The last time I'm my head's my head's going all over cuz I got to think of it. The last time the Mariners were in the playoffs, they had a rookie of the year in Ichiro Suzuki. 2001. And in this year they will more than likely have the rookie of the year in the American League in Julio Rodriguez, mm-hmm. J-Rod. Yeah. Yeah, uh, that kid, uh, he's the first or one of three or something like that uh, to have a 25-25 in his rookie year. So, hits hits for power, steals bases. It's unbelievable. Love it. I love this kid. Had him on my fantasy team. Nice. Um, I, I'm So, I think I want to root for Seattle because, by the way, starting game one for Seattle is our man, Luis Castillo. Oh, nice. Uh, but, but against – Toronto's best, Alec Manoa, who's been great, um, only his second year in the league, big, huge dude that throws really hard. But it's And it's also really hard, though, to root against Vladimir Guerrero Jr., Bo Bichette, that, that bloodline bloodline, team, baby. especially bloodline. Vladimir. Yeah, the bloodline. Get a little WWE in here, right? <laughs> Roman Reigns and Jay and Jay Uso. I see you, Jimmy Uso. And, and by the way – Seattle is uh, Reds West, you know, yeah. Jesse Winker 100%. and Eugenio yep. Suarez. Um, so I think, for, you know what, for that reason, because they have so many of the recent Reds, I am, I'm going, I'm rooting for uh, Seattle there. I'm go just going to go pick them. All right. Yep. Sounds good. Uh, get to this next one because I've got 94, 95 Fleer basketball series two ready to go. Staying in the wild card. We're going Phillies 
Cardinals. Phillies Cardinals. What do you like? Ooh, Phillies Cardinals. I, the, you know, bro, you know I love nostalgia. I love storylines. I love all that stuff when it comes to big things. I love tearing up, watching things happen to good oh, people. Yeah. I oh, love yeah. that. I oh, love yeah. it. Albert Pujols, brother, I'm, I'm taking – I hate the Cardinals, but I'm taking the Cardinals in the World Series this year. <laughs> oh, okay. I want Albert Pujols to get a chip his, his last year, year yeah. 700 home – like, you can't go out any better than that. Yeah. That is a made-for-TV something. And the third-best catcher of all time. To, 100%. To same deal. 100%. Um, who are your first two? Bench and Pudge. Okay, just making sure. Yeah. Well, okay, four because Benito Santiago, oh, uh, Charles Johnson, and um, uh, oh, uh, Bo Diaz. So he's what six now or something like that. He just keeps going. He okay. just keeps. Sorry, well, let's just stop now. Let's go. <laughs> Padres and Mets. Padres, Mets. Pods, Mets. Okay, this is uh, this is easy for me. Uh, I my my boy, my boy loves Fernando Tatis Jr. We we had the talk when Tatis got suspended. Um. He's got a Tatis Jr. T-shirt. Uh, what's his name? Uh, I want to get a Tatis tattoo. I always forget his name. I always forget the other guy. Manny guys. Machado. Manny Machado. I keep wanting to call him Miguel Cabrera. I always want to call him Miguel Cabrera. Manny Machado is still going. Or is he out for the year? I don't even know. No, I think he's still there. All right. So they've got a couple good horses. They're they're good. But I don't, I don't feel like this is their year. The Mets are – they're as good as any team can be. Uh, and, and if it wasn't for the fact that the hottest team in baseball and the former world series winners were not in their division, then they might be the second or third best team in baseball, but the Braves are in their division. So they have to play in this wild card, whatever you want to call this, this three game thing that they're doing now, which I love way better than the one game. Thank you. I, you know, I thought you were the opposite. But I, I love it too. You thought I was you thought I liked the one game. I talk about how much no, I no. love the one game no, for I know. so long. I know. I know, but I, I thought it was just adding more adding more games. I don't care. Were. I don't care to add more games. Add dude, it's more you kidding me? Add add a thousand games. Right. I don't care never, about that at all. You never, you never liked the yeah. one game for sure. Yeah. All right. all right. So here we go. Real quick before we get to the next one. I'm gonna I'm gonna start off. The very first card of the pack is a young lion insert. Young Lion. Young Lion. I don't know if this feller was a rookie at this point, um, but despite missing 22 games due to injury and playing with an ankle and calf, Zoe finished as the Hornets' leading scorer, Mr. Charlotte Hornet Alonzo Morning. Nice. Jalen Rose, baby. Mr. Michigan himself, Detroit, um, with the the Nuggets. Uh, Greg Foster. Mm-hmm. Zero clue who Greg Foster is, and this is '94. This is the year in between. This is the tweener year for Jordan, right? '94, '95. Yes. Yeah. So nobody knows who Greg well, Foster he, he is. Came back in that year. That's well, he played for whatever half the season. They didn't make the playoffs, right? They never, they, they made the playoffs. They they lost to Orlando. First, okay. For first mm-hmm. round, Greg Foster wasn't on the team any. Greg Foster is the person who he took his spot on the roster. Uh, <laughs> Rick. Mahorn, Rick Mahorn, Rick Mahorn. Oh, what a picture here! Bad boy. This might be the greatest picture ever. This dude has this. He has this card of himself framed in a seventy-five by one hundred and ten photo frame. <laughs> okay. Jim Mickelvane. 
Oh, Jim McElvain. McElvain. Yeah. How about the picture? He's grunting on the dunk. I mean, it doesn't get any better than that. Good old Jim McElvain. Mickle, Mackle, Mickle, Mackle. I think I had a box of these. Oh, dude, these are so great. Jaron Jackson. I like these cards. It's hard to read the names on Snap. Yeah, Khaled Reeves with the Heat. Man. I don't know Khaled Reeves. He uh, played at uh, Arizona. Mm. Lamont Murray. Mm. We've got oh, so great. We've got a Will Purdue. Hey. Doesn't get much better than that, boys. Big Willie style. Chris Dudley. Another good one. <laughs> Not of the Dudley Brothers. How about this? Another Grant Hill. Nice. Another Grant Hill. I He's a Hall of Famer. Love it. He is a Hall of Famer. Cliff Levingston to end it out. All right, Adam, what is our next series? Cliff Levingston coached a uh, semi-pro basketball team against the team that I was working for just like four months ago. Really? I saw him. He, yeah. Wow, how cool is that? Um, I don't know. It wasn't that cool. Did uh, you ask no. for his autograph? I could have gave you a card to I get it signed by. <laughs> I probably have <laughs> 400 50, of them. Yeah, Cliff Levingston. Um, okay. I'm going uh, Mets, by the way, you in that Mets Padres against him. That doesn't make I didn't, feel pretty I, well, I didn't coach against him in that league. Oh. I was I was doing stats in that oh, game. Okay, okay. And but I was sitting at the scores table. He kept walking back and forth. Um seems like a very nice guy, by the way. I like it. Uh let's go into so you picked uh Cleveland and they would play the Yankees in that AL in that ALDS game. Okay. Yep. And and the Yankees is the Aaron Judge. We we talked about that, how awesome that is. Good for him, man. You're going Yankees in that. I'm taking the Yankees in that. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh then you have I think we both took Seattle. Uh they would play Houston. Yeah. I'm I'm taking Houston in that. That's the I mean that's the obvious. obvious. It's the obvious. And you're I mean that's a young team over there in Seattle. They'll be back. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Don't ever that famous last word. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, in the National League, then, if the Cardinals uh, win like we're hoping for Albert, they have to play what you just mentioned was the hottest team in baseball, and that's the Atlanta Braves. Let's do it, baby. Come on. Let's go. Come on, Cards. I, you will never hear me say that ever again, but let's go, Cardinals. I totally feel the same sentiment you do, but I the, the also, Braves are also my second favorite I'm National sure. League team. Yeah, I love the Braves, man. They got a fun uh, team to watch. It's crazy to think how good they are without Freddie Freeman. Ron, Ronald Acuna Jr., you know, pimping bombs, what pimping nukes, doing it, you know, all day, every day. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> okay, so let's go down to the L.A. Dodgers and who cares because – no, the L.A. Dodgers and the Mets. I mean, the Mets. The Mets look, are so good, they dude. Are so the good. Mets are so good. And here's the thing. But you can't beat the Dodgers. Here's the thing. If I just tell you Jacob deGrom and Max Scherzer. Back to back. That would be a fun. Would that not be one of the greatest games to watch? Those two against each other? Those two against each other. Yes. Yeah. Those two against each other. And uh, sure, they probably um, they did a bunch of times because Scherzer was in. Washington, right? And yeah, and, but but in a playoff game, oh yeah, you're talking about be. the Bulldog Max Scherzer yeah. and the greatest pitcher of this current generation in Jacob Degrom. Yeah, that's insane, dude. Like the you're talking about the Kurt Schilling of this generation, the guy that if you've got a playoff game, he's the one who's on the mound. There is no one else you want on the mound. Versus Jacob Degrom, versus <laughs> versus the Roger Clemens of this era, uh, just the best pitcher of this era. Like yeah. that's, I would love to see that. Yeah. Well, 
lucky for the Mets, they team up. So uh, I'm sure they'll go games. Well, it depends on how their series against San Diego goes, depending on. So, so as a matter of fact, they most likely won't be able to go in the early part of that Dodgers series because they'll go one and two, I'm sure against yeah. the Padres. So uh, especially for that reason, I'm going Dodgers here. No, but you know, they could still come back and pitch. They could still, I mean, there is, let's say that that series goes three games. Let's say it goes three games. The the Padres. The Mets, Mets Padres isn't going to go three games. It's going to be a two-game series. You, Darvish, and Blake Snell, I'm assuming. Okay, yeah, be, if they go. I mean, yeah, you. I mean, both of those are good. Let's just say, say they, they sneak the one out. Yeah, let's say they sneak one out in Mets. With, that's, that's games one and two. Uh, one game in between game three. So that's four. That's one, two, three, four. So you've got game one. And then they start going. So they'll play game two and game three. They'll pitch in game two and game three of, of the Dodgers series. If they pitch game one, game two of the, um, of the Padres series, mm-hmm. then you have an off day. And then there's game three. And then they play because there's four days. If you go three Is games, there be four. I'm pretty sure that if you, if there's pretty, you have to look at it, but I'm 99% sure that it could be a four-day break if there's a three-game series. If that's the case, then I think you're right. Um, so they'll go, let's see, seven, eight, nine. I think they – three days in a row. Yeah, I think all the – Or is it just – so is it – The wild it, card. It looks like yeah. there's no back and forth. You October, just, all three seven, game, eight, nine. All three games are in the same place. They are. All right, so three games. So let's say game one, game two, game three, and then you immediately got to play game four somewhere else. You don't get a day in between. Is that right? What would happen? Will well, show that next? Oh, it does it's not oh, going to show that. Yeah. No. Is there a game break? Because they're going to have to travel. Whoever wins these games is well, going to have to travel. Actually, to yeah, go so, play the Dodgers. So yeah, it would be. Yeah, games one and two would be in L.A., uh, and then a, a day break to go back to. Yeah, but do you get a day break before you come to L.A.? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. So it's three games. So there is four day. There is four four days. So it's the same thing. You just depend on where that day break is, right? So it's game one, game two, game three, day break. Okay. So you pitch game one. Let's say you pitch game one. You pitch every five days, right? So well, not in the playoffs. You probably you might pitch four. Right. So I mean, he they could potentially you potentially could get pitch game one, game two with those guys. So that's one, two, three days rest. Boom. He's pitching on four days. He's pitching on three days rest. They pitch on three days rest. You could go one and two to Grom and, and Scherzer or against he, one of the 19,000 unbelieving, unbelievable starters that, that the Dodgers have. That's This is the worst radio I've ever done. With radio, podcast, nobody wants to hear me counting out loud and looking at fingers. <laughs> In my head, it's all making sense. But, but, but I know it's not making sense coming out of my mouth. The best part about the baseball playoffs to me are the pitching matchups because you're going to get the very best ones in every almost every game. Except I just for wish that I could game see those two pitch four, against but... each other one day. That would be so great in a playoff <laughs> game. Um, okay, so. Sorry. We got, we have, no, 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 you're okay. The, okay, so you're taking, you're I'm, taking, taking the Dodgers? I'm taking the Mets. You're taking the Mets. Let's go Mets. Let's go Mets, baby. Come wow. on, man. Let's go. Okay. Mets and Cardinals. Mets and Cardinals. Speaking of that, who do you take? Mets Cardinals for the National League. I already told you, man. 
Yeah. Albert's winning chip. Uh, Albert's getting one last World Series ring. He'll be down on the field in the plain clothes next year to accept his ring. 100%. In that case, who are you taking in the American League? Do you have the Yankees or the Houston Astros? <sighs> you know what? Let's have fun with it. Let's. I mean, I'm pretty sure that the Yankees won the uh, – was it 21 when he hit 60 – when he hit 61? I'm, uh, when Ruth hit 61 and they won the World Series, and I believe in 61, Maris hit the – yeah, 27, that's right. And then Maris won the World Series in 61 too, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, I'm going with Aaron Judge in the Yankees. I could be wrong about those, but I'm pretty sure that's how it went down. All right. Uh, so you're going Yankees, Cardinals in the World Series with the Cardinals winning. That's right. Wow. All right. You like home runs, I'll tell you. Uh, the Yankees, by the way, hit more home runs than any, any other team this season. And uh, teams – And the Yankees did win the 61 World Series. Uh, against the Reds, am I mistaken? 61? Uh, while you're looking at that – Yeah, 4-1. to one. Yeah. The, uh, the Yankees – so the Yankees hit the most home runs of anybody in, in baseball this year. And last year's playoffs – Team that out homered their opponent won. Uh, those I mean, those cards are oh, uh, cut myself on. I, I picked a scab or something here. I'm bleeding oh. out, bleeding like a stuck hog here on my uh, on my cap. Wipe this thing down. All right, continue. Uh, anyway, 27 and two, I think it was. Teams the record for teams who out homered their opponent in last year's playoffs. Uh, does that matter this year? No, not at all. Uh, but I saw it uh, a little bit before I came here, and so I had you're to say going, it. So you're going like it made something. Um, I'm going to go Houston uh, because they've just been the most dominant team by far in the American League all year, and I'm going with the Dodgers because they've been the most dominant team in all of baseball all year. They, the Dodgers were scored the most runs in Major League Baseball and gave up the fewest runs in Major League Baseball and it's the fifth consecutive year they've done that. They've done both of those things in the National League, which is a record. Um, they're just – they're too good offensively and defensively and pitching. Bullpen, starters, everything. And I'm taking the Dodgers to win. I'm just taking them to win. And this time, uh, Justin Turner is not going to be out there in the celebration with COVID. With confirmed COVID, he might have confirmed COVID and still be out there. He anyway. might. Now it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter because you do whatever you want. <laughs> Two years ago, it did, um, or maybe it didn't. Anyway, okay. You you have look. We're both taking National League teams. I'm taking the Dodgers. You're taking the Cardinals. I would love for you to be right because if Pujols won, I would. I'm totally rude for our Pujols to win a championship in his last year. 1990. Before we continue past that, because that's the end of the of what we got for baseball, yeah. we got 1990 pro set NFL football can cards. See, can I see these real quick? Just, uh, just a uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Simple, yeah. simple. This is the official card of the NFL, and it's very simple. I love straight cardboard cut. Normal, normalcy. My favorite. I'm sorry, I keep interrupting. You. My ahead. favorite football card I think ever is this. Is this year's Barry Sanders? I have it somewhere, and oh, that's I, I, cool. I think it's my favorite, my right. favorite football card. I like that. All right, so here's what we're gonna do, real quick, brother. We have a playbook for two ways to win: win with the NFL. You could win a trip to the Pro Bowl and NFL memorabilia, or you could 
score points towards free NFL merchandise. Fourth in a series of NFL play. Here we go. So here's how it's going to work. The more points you collect, the more valuable your merchandise. Rub off to see your points. I'm going to scratch off. We're going to see what kind of points. But I don't think that's a scratch. I think the scratch off so old that it doesn't even scratch. <laughs> Holy cow, it's not even scratching off. It has petrified to the. Holy cow, that's insane. You can't scratch off the scratch off stuff. <laughs> that's, the, that's the version of their gum. You can't it really is it. Oh, here we go. Oh, We're coming. We're nail. coming. We're coming. Just using a power cord to scratch it. You got to do what you got to do sometimes here <laughs> on the Nosebleeds podcast. It's, it's not easy to get off, but they're coming. Here's what I got here, buddy. Come I've got on. an extra point. You know how much that's worth. Hey, that's one. That's Come on, 91 Pro Bowl. God, I would love to go to the 91 Pro Bowl right now. That would be <laughs> so much fun. Jim Kelly. Boomer Esiason. Sure. Oh, an incomplete pass. That was for an exclusive offer from the NFL. We got one point, fellas. Speaking of Jim Kelly. Yeah. Incomplete pass. Two. Oh, no. This is the Giants. Mark Bavaro. Mm. 1990 Pro Bowl Randall Cunningham. Hey. Hey, this starting lineup, too. And we have, oh, this is, uh, I love, the, the Saints card just makes it look like it should be special because it's That's gold. That's cool, yeah. Jim Dombrowski. Mm. We've got another pro bowler in John Taylor. I hate John Taylor. Oh, yeah. John, oh, yeah. man. Tim Crumry shoving somebody wow. down into the dirt. Big Tim Crumry. Is his leg intact there? His leg is, well, no, it had already been broken at that yeah, point. That's true. Uh, I don't know. The picture, this is 1990 card, so the picture was probably taken in early 89, which means, or you know that hmm. maybe this game would have been before the pro- the Super Bowl. Maybe, 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 maybe pre broken leg, Jim. Doubt it though. Uh, Tim Tom Kramer. Mandrick, Mandrich, we got a Max Montoya baby. Hey. Whoa, with the Raiders. Yes, sir. Uh, after years with the with the Cincinnati Bengals, Brent Williams with the Patriots. We've got a Mark Jackson, the wide receiver, Mark Jackson. Also known best, probably known best for being the point guard of the New York Knicks and the Indiana Pacers. Being the guy who always did the NFL stuff with uh, Boomer, with uh, with Chris Berman. Mama, there goes that man. Yeah, there you go. Mark Jackson was always with him. Uh, Sean Jones with the Oilers. We got a Pat Terrell, a Reggie Cobb. He suck. Eric and Delesk. We've got an Allen Vinegard. Oh my gosh, we've got an MVP Super Bowl number two, Bart Starr. Oh. That's a sweet card. I really like that card. It's nice. like got the like the watercolor uh, oh, kind of yeah. look to it. I kind of like that. That's nice. Okay. okay. All right, we're moving along. We've got two packs of cards left, brother, and okay. we've got two segments left. So let's get kick started with the Mount Rushmore to get us going. What do we got for a Mount Rushmore this week, Adam? It was your turn to pick. This was items. Uh, I, I wish I couldn't claim this one, but this was items uh, th- that you would most want to survive, like on a deserted island. I like it. Or like a this. You know, deserted place. Right. Wherever. Yeah. Um, all right. Would you like to go first? You were very confident. I'll that go first. You have... yeah, I'll go first. I, was, yeah. I want you to go first for Joe Coy because okay. you already made it very clear yesterday that you feel like a million people should be uh, at the forum before Joe Coy is. Did and I'm, I'm interested to hear how you really thought about this. Okay. Uh, so let's go. I'm going to start this off with 
Uh, I'm going to start off with uh, a hatchet. Yeah. Hatchet can help in so many ways. Uh, you know, it can get you get you get you sticks for kindling. It can get you log. You, you cut small trees down to make sure you got some firewood. You got uh, or hack up some firewood that's already been fallen to make it smaller. You've got a spear. It can you can chill out the top of an of a of a of a something to make a pointy edge and you know stick it in the ground or into a hog. Uh, and then I'm going to go with a lighter because I don't know how to start a fire, so I got to have a lighter. That's a must. I don't care what the lighter is, but no matches. Give me a lighter. I don't want matches because if you're on a deserted island, it's a good chance it's windy. I don't, uh, the beach is always windy. I don't want matches. Give me a lighter. Uh, and then I want a fishing pole. Can I take a fishing pole? Does that count? I'll give you a fishing give pole. Give me a fishing pole. I mean, I can break it down and make it a little smaller to fit in a bag. We kind of had this conversation. Can I use fishing pole? Yeah. As long as you're in a place with water. Yeah. Well, it's a deserted island, you said. Uh, I did say island. If yeah. it's a deserted island, then I'm 100% somewhere where there's some water. Yeah, you got some water. Yeah. All right. So I'm going to go with the fishing pole. Uh, and then last but not least, I don't like sleeping on rocks, brother. I'm bringing a sleeping bag. Ah, sleeping bag. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Sleeping bag, fishing pole, lighter and hatchet. Because sleeping bag is not just a thing to sleep on, but it's a blanket that could save you in a, in a very cold overnight. Exactly. I mean, if you know, maybe my, my lighter has run out of juice. Yeah. 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 Lighter juice. If you run out of lighter juice, you're in a lot of trouble. Yeah, you are. Um, all right. You know, we're gonna be we're gonna be similar on some of these. Uh, so I'm going, I'm going first with um you said hatchet, anything along that line, a knife, machete, machete. really good knife, yeah. something like that, hatchet for yeah, for for getting getting wood for fire and for building a shelter, you got to cut some stuff up and build stuff. a shelter. Yep, yep. Um, if you're going to be there for a while, also could help you uh, if you do catch a fish. If you if you kill an animal or something, you got to skin that thing, cut it up, and figure yep. out how to how to cook it up on that fire. I'd love to see um, you attempting to cook your own food and to you know to to skin it and 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 descale and all that. So I'd love to see you go after something like that. Yeah, uh, you never will unless I get into this situation. Right, and that's when I, I'm. Hopefully, I'm on this deserted island with you. I, I, if there's anybody I'd be wanting to get stuck with, it's you, pal. I like it. Uh, <laughs> so well said. <laughs> Ditto to that. Uh, okay, so and also, by the way, I, I'm saying that as a tool slash weapon. So I, I put weapon actually, and I first put gun, but I don't really even think. I mean, that would make it easy to kill something. But you only have so much ammunition. You only have so much ammunition. Uh, you, you know, I, you also, if you just have a gun instead of a hatchet, a knife or whatever, then it's, it's limiting to what you can use that for. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can kill the thing and skin it and cut some wood with all the same. Gotta go. Oh boy. I'm going to tell you right now, I'm attempting to open the Fleer 95, 96 basketball second last pack. And the pack itself is stuck to the cards. So oh I'm peeling God. away the pack right now. From the cards. Oh boy. So continue. Okay. Excuse me. Uh, also, I, something to start a fire. I put, you know, flint, lighter, waterproof matches. I'd be fine with flint. Flint would be fine. I could do you flint with the hatchet. I could do flint and hatchet, but I would prefer a lighter. Sure. Um, so we're the same on that. Now, 
I have I have three things here that could be my could be my other two. I have a this is going to sound silly, but a sharpener for whatever hatchet machete thing I have. Okay. If I'm there a while and I cut up a bunch of wood, that thing's going to be super dull pretty quickly. I think. Sure. Okay. At some point, it's just going to be a blunt object. Hmm. I'm with you. You don't think you find a rock out there that you can uh, spit on, get you just knock the burrs down a little bit on that's, the edge of the that's night, a good on the edge of it. That's, that's what I'm going to use. I'm just going to, I mean, most of what you're going to have is just a little knicker knock and I, I can, you just, you know, finally shape that thing down. You're a much smarter survivalist than I am already. So I'll, I'll say I won't use that one and I'll go, I, I put flashlight. Flashlight. That's have a, a good one. I like that. Light, when it gets dark, I think that could be, end up being important. Okay. I like mm-hmm. it. My light is just going to be the fire that I made. Yeah, but that's not mobile. It's not mobile, and you can't see fur distance with it. Right, fur peck. I think I'll, I think I'll, I'll go flashlight, and then for the last one, uh, this is also sounds really dumb too, but some sort of heatable container. If I have a pot, a, a metal cup or something, okay, that I can. If if the water instead is of like instead of like cooking something, oh, I gotcha. Then yeah. you have to boil it, kill yeah. some stuff out of the water. That's yeah. drinking water is the number one most important thing, and then food and shelter. Sure. Uh, so and then to be to have something to put in or on, uh, you know, if you kill something and you put it over the fire, it would help to also have something to put that in. Uh, not completely necessary if you can figure out how to like tie it up to a little stick or something like yep. that over the fire. But um, so I'm going, I'm going the weapon slash knife for cutting things up. I'm going the fire starter. I'll go flashlight and uh, I'm going to go. Um, I mean, I was really bad at this. Uh, I'll go just some kind of container so that I can heat, uh, heat water okay. and, and cook some yeah. stuff up in. All right. I like it. That's good. You have to eat. Like it. I, 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 so I've watched survival shows and they're really fun. Have you watched Alone? Have we mm, talked about this. I've never seen Alone. No, Alone's really good. It's, it's very popular on Netflix. Is that now. a Bear Grylls thing? No, Alone is is a true to life. It's it's uh they get they use like I think there's like six seasons of it now or something, but or maybe more. There's like uh, 10, 12 people, something like that, maybe more. They send them out to remote locations by themselves. There's not a camera crew. They have their own cameras completely alone in the middle of the wilderness. And they had they get to take three things or something like that. They are there. They're all competing against each other, but they're not in the same, they're in the same situation, but not in this in a close enough place to be able to meet each other. Okay. But they all have to survive in the same sort of thing. You, it's indefinite. The last person standing Whoa. wins. So how do you get out if there's nobody there? Yeah, like a, you got something you can like page yes. to get you out of. Yeah, okay. there's they keep an eye on your medical. You know, they've, they've got they, they've got they know what you're doing. They know what you're doing, but they won't come unless they can see that you are in trouble medically or that you page them and say I'm done. Yeah, um, it's a it's a really cool show. Man, what's the longest anybody ever did? I don't know for sure. I've only watched one season. Oh, okay. But it was like, uh, I forget, uh, I don't even remember. It was a long, it was months. It was a long time. 
Good for them. It's a long time. Uh, yeah, completely by yourself. You, there were bears where they were the season I, I nice. looked. There was a mountain lion. There was a, you know, and you have to figure out what kind of, if you're bringing a weapon or if you're going to make, these are all survivalists too. Sure, these are, these all dudes are pros. Yeah, they're not going to do this to just anybody. This is a pro. Right. Yeah. And it's, it's so a real Bear, thing. Bear not, Grylls out on his own right now. Right. And, and Bear Grylls did a show and they kind of set some stuff up. Yeah. Some of it is you ever, they've got a, like a thing where you pick what he does on Netflix. Yeah. My son loves it. Like, should I jump in over this waterfall or try to climb down it? You choose. And he does both of them. See, right I, there. I loved the man versus wild shows with Bear Grylls. Mm-hmm. I don't like the interactive one very much because yeah. it's way too set up. Yeah. But, uh, but I did watch when it he kind of- when Man vs Wild when he uh, took the burnt coals when he sk- he skinned he caught he caught a snake he killed the snake skinned the snake he then cooked the snake ate the snake took the coals the next morning put him in the snake skin that he that he skinned it as it was still you know in there peed in it yeah. to filter out all the bad stuff and then drank his pee and he's like this will work and you can do this i don't want to do this i'm just telling you i don't want i don't want to do this i'm going to do it because because you can but i don't and then he drank it and he was yakking and gagging it was disgusting yeah. that, that was probably the most disgusting i, I remember that one vividly will one. never forget that for the rest of my life absolutely yeah never in my life anyway all right so that's our uh that's that's what we have for the mount rushmore well done Let's go on to the 95-96 basketball Fleer. We're going to start off with Elliot Perry. I'm going to tell you, who did Elliot Perry play for? Elliot Perry, I'm going to say either Philly or Phoenix. Yeah, I've got a Phoenix in here. Phoenix. No, okay. Phoenix. Okay, let's go. Uh, oh. Sean Kemp, baby. Let's oh. go with the lips out and everything. Look at the <laughs> lips on that guy. He's blowing a kiss to somebody. Uh, and then we've got big Glenn Robinson. Oh, Let's go. Dog. Big dog. Love I'm him. loving this deck so far. And a Robert Parrish, probably Jeez. the age of 999 with the Charlotte Hornets at this point in time. 95, 96. Oh, yeah. Uh, we've got a Wayne. Tisdale, Wayman Tisdale. I almost said Wayne. Wayman Tisdale. This is a good pack of cards, bud. Straight on to uh, one of one of my favorite uh, coaches, uh, Pacers coach Nate McMillan. Nice. We've got a oh, we've got a total D Mookie Blaylock. Oh, this is Mook. the this is my era. Like this, not this is my these are my cards right here, baby. I'm loving this. As I, I say that, I don't know D- David Benoit. Oh, okay. Uh, jazz. Yep. Uh, our cousin Bobby sent me a, I don't know. I think it was a thank you card for something, maybe after his wedding or something. And he signed it. It was from the, from the, both of them, from he and his wife. And he signed it. Mookie Blaylock. <laughs> <laughs> the funniest guy alive. <laughs> oh, I'm not. So these cards are a little different. I'm not sure what these are here. Oh, because these have like how tall they are. There's something to these cards, although they just look like regular. No, there's something to them. Maybe they are regular cards. Anyway, that was David Benoit. We've got another Utah Jazz, Mr. John Stockton. We've got another John Stockton, baby. And then last but not least, 
is the hardwood leader, Dana Barros. Barros. What did he lead the hardwood in, you ask? Well, 94-95 was a breakout season for Dana Barrows, running a team uncontested for the first time in his career. Barrows was one of the Sixers' only consistent scoring threats. He earned his first NBA All-Star berth, became one half of only the seventh pair of NBA teammates to record 50-point games in the same season and paced the Sixers in scoring at 20.6 a game, assists at 7.5, tied for 11th in the NBA, and steals at 1.82 per game, 10th in the NBA. The sweet stroking point also set an NBA record by connecting on a three-pointer in 58 consecutive contests. And let me tell you something, my brother. In 95-96, that was a heck of a feat. Yeah, 58 straight games with a three is that was big time back then. That's right. That's right. Um, yeah, who knows how many uh, was it staff that has the record now? Yeah, uh, 187 straight games or something ridiculous. Yeah. All right. This is the stickiest pack of cards ever. I have one pack of cards left. We're going to do it after Joe Coy. Okay. It's the cards I'm the most uh, excited about. Yes. It's, it's the 1990 Fleer. Oh, I'm, I'm super stoked. That'd about be a those. great way to end this podcast. So. Let's get on Joe Coy, uh, his his new Netflix I, special. I really think we're going to be totally different. This might be the farthest we've ever been wow. on each other. Really? I know you're not a Joe Coy fan, so I know that that is going to automatically come in on this. And all right, I'll, I'll let you go first. His last special we watched, uh, it was it, it was all shot in the Philippines. It yep. was all about basically a, more about. Filipino culture than comedy. Mm-hmm. This one was he's al- he's always yeah. This was this was just complete stand up. He was at the forum. This was uh, this was better than that one. This was better than the last one. I thought because it didn't have you know just uh, street dancing and stuff. Yeah, but uh, he's not a he's not bad. He's not not funny. I don't hate him. He just doesn't do it for me as far as the jokes go. It, it's he's he's more of a story guy, definitely a storyteller. Um, and and he's got some fine stories and everything. He talks uh, all about his mom and his so and funny. his son and so you know how how the and how he grew up. I mean, he really he's doing the same sort of jokes. I mean, I know everybody has their style, but. He's doing a lot of this, a lot of similar jokes. I feel like. I mean, every com. I feel like every comedian is that way. I feel like every comedian has their style, their type of joke, and what they joke about, and that's what every single one is going to be. Yeah, with some people, with some people, I'll okay. give you that. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, anyway, you know, there were a couple things that that made me laugh and um, a little bit, but there, there was a lot of it that was more like motivational and like what about how okay how was, I there, was, there was six minutes six minutes of that there was six minutes of the motivational ridiculousness that that took away it it, it was six minutes it was 50 55 minutes into the into the session and i counted it because it i, I come to a comedy show i want to hear comedy yeah yeah i don't want to hear you tell me about how how tough it was for you to get here. We all know every one of these comedians we talk about all the time. These guys go 20 years before they ever see a special. Yeah. Right. He's been doing it forever. I get that. 
I know you had it tough, but you know, I, I don't, I don't need that. I know that you're helping people. You think you're helping people. But that's for the, the podcasts and for the other stuff in my point of view. That's the one thing that brought this down for me. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, it just, it's the, the, I guess maybe the style or the, the, it's some of the content too, for me, just doesn't, just doesn't completely do it for me. He's okay. Uh, I, the, the, the whole thing when he brought the only thing I really wrote down was this Jeff Foxworthy. He, uh, he was talking about getting the special yeah, and they, or, or, they, no, he was talking about before that oh yeah. Uh, yeah getting a maybe getting a he was going on to a show. show he was going on to a tv show he was going on he did a set he for did a set show. for a show he's not going to tell you who it was but yeah so and he did his mother's accent his mm-hmm. mother's filipino accent and they that was the note that they gave him maybe don't do the accent and he said jeff foxworthy doesn't act yeah he doesn't an accent. accent did they ever tell him that right. i get it that was part of the five six minute motivational part i get it that was part, that part of it that was that was at the very end of it. yes yeah. uh i'm like anyway i don't even want to get into that now but i'm with you it was, i was it did, yeah it I, didn't make sense he got this was his time to say what he wanted to say he took his stage and he did his thing yeah. but it was it was not that long this was an hour and 15 minute special mm-hmm. it was about i think it might have been eight minutes of that kind of stuff okay um i feel like there was sprinkled in throughout though man i really whistled you think so there was a little bit sprinkled in just because it's a lot about the difficulty of how, how he grew up and the, you know, the, I don't know. I, I feel like he mentions it a lot and he starts jokes with it and that kind of thing. But uh, because he talks about his mom a lot and his family and all that. Okay. 2.8. Oh, we're, we're so far off. It's not even funny. <laughs> I gave this a four five. The only thing that brought it down for me was that eight minutes of, malarkey i went back to see how long it was because i was like all right let's get back to it bro come on he had done 55 or 53 minutes of material before he got into that whole thing and that's fine it's your special you do what you want to do but that's the one part that brought it down i laughed out loud this entire special i laughed out loud the whole time i thought i I thought he's i think he's a hilarious storyteller especially with the accents especially with his mom and then the kids stuff with the facetime listen i facetime my kids you know, two to three times a week when I'm out of town and stuff. So mm-hmm. that stuff like resonates with me. So to hear that and then the, the still on the Bluetooth in his car that happens to me all there's those are the stats and those weren't even the funny parts. Like he had so many good ones, the Toto or whatever that thing is. And there were some jokes that I knew what the punchline was going to be before he got there, but they were still good. He still set them up well. I think he still knocked it down. I think his timing is good. I think he's done it for a long time and he knows what he's doing. I loved it. I absolutely loved it. I think I'm glad you loved it. I think that's you. You said what I think is part of what it is for me is I think it's a little too predictable for me. Yeah, sure. I can I can see that. There was some stuff that was predictable for sure. Yeah, I loved every second of it though. I still Good. laughed really hard. Four. I'm 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 four point. What I said. You said four point five. Yeah, that's what I got written down. Yeah, I erased the seven and dropped it down to a four point five. Oh, wow. Just so you know, I love this guy. Wow. I loved this special. I thought it was great. I thought it was awesome. I loved it. Good. That's I wish good. I would have wrote some stuff down because he had some funny lines in it too, but I didn't write anything down. But I okay. out loud laughed the entire time. I'm I'm so glad you liked it. 
Before uh, we pick our next stuff, though. Yeah. Or should we pick our next stuff and then end it with 1990 Fleer? Let's do that. Okay. All right. You want to go first? You got your Netflix special? Oh, yeah. you already got Netflix up. That's the only reason I said that. I get. Well, I already have my special. Yeah. All right. What's your What's your What's the comedy special for next week, Adam? Nick Kroll has a new special. I out. saw that. I knew you were going Nick Kroll. One of the, we might be just as far off for this one, then, too, bro. <laughs> Actually, Nick Kroll's stand up isn't bad. I like his yeah. stand up. I I don't like when him and uh, uh, John Mulaney. John Mulaney. You didn't like do oh, a song and dance. You did not like the I, oh hello no, guys. No, that's okay. But I might have gave that a one something. Yeah, I, I think I might have. I loved it. Yeah, we were totally far apart. There, dude, yep. But Nick Kroll's not bad. Uh, I super talented guy. He's a very talented guy. I just hope he doesn't do more than five minutes of that. Uh, either a gay person or the that really outlandish uh, like black woman or whatever he does when he does that. Oh, I don't, I can't do it. But when he does that character, it's, oh my God, I get so annoyed with that character. Just (laughs) shut up. And that's probably what he's trying to do. So it was probably working. All right. Little big boy is what it's called. Little big boy on Netflix. He's too over the top for me on some things, but I'm hoping that Nick Kroll kills it. Little big boy. I'm doing, look, look, this, this is going to be very difficult for you. Okay. This is going to be I'm very up for the hard chow. for you. For the we are going to do the Mount Rushmore of Disney songs. Now, we've already done Disney movies, I think. No, I like this. We're going to do the Mount Rushmore of Disney songs. I like this. Good. All right. Good. There's a there are a lot of great billion Disney of songs. them out there for you. A lot of great Disney songs. Now I can tell you already that mine are going to be from the eighties and nineties. Eighties and nineties. Sure. Yeah. 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 Um, I already I, got them. I mean, I mean, two of them are probably from the same movie for me. Okay, yeah, I'm I'm very likely for me too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. Well, next week is a whole new world, so we'll be back. Uh, Ooh, we'll be back there for uh, well the Mount Rushmore of Disney songs. That's my. That was my number one Disney movie when we did that. Aladdin. Aladdin. Mine too. A whole new world. Yeah, yeah. Aladdin was great. Here I'm we have. So excited about this. 1990, 1990 Fleer. Oh my gosh, this is going to be so much fun. I don't even care who's in this. It doesn't even matter. All right, here we go, fellas. To start this bad boy off, you know what we got to do when it comes to Fleer. We got to do the Fleer baseball quiz. Adam, you got four questions. Okay. I'll tell you what, I'm not going to look at the answers. I'm going to cover up the answers. How about I ask you? I ask you. Okay, you can do that. Your card. Let's do that. First of all, I love this because there are stickers. four team stickers yep. on the other side. Who we got sticker-wise? We have the Minnesota Twins, the New York Yankees, the uh, Oakland A's, and the Seattle Mariners. All the old oh, logos, the old too. Logos. Love the old logos. <sighs> Absolutely love it. Chris, true or false, the Yankees have won more World Series championships than any club in Major League history. The Yankees? True. That is true. One for one. What two teams did the Twins defeat during the 1987 postseason? Two teams that the Minnesota Twins defeated. So that would be the American League Championship and the World Series. Let's go uh, Toronto. Let's go. I'm not saying that because, no. Let's go. 1987. This is a tough one, brother. 1987. Let's go. I'm going to go. 
let's go Milwaukee Brewers. Who would have been in the in the American League American at that point League in time. time. That's so, a no, right? That's a no. Okay. Uh, the fact that you had to think about it and couldn't just look down at it. Minnesota Twins. I was thinking like a Molitor uh, Yount series maybe. Makes sense. Uh, let's go 87. How about, uh, Baltimore? No. Oakland? No. All right. Just give it to me. You got, uh, in the American league was the Tigers. <sighs> Your Lou Whit- Whitaker, Alan Trammell. Yeah. Cecil yeah. Fielder probably was on that team as a young buck, maybe. Yeah. And then in the world series. I don't even know they beat in the world series. Couldn't even, or who they, not in the world series. Oh, oh yeah. They beat the Braves. No. 87. They beat. Was it Pittsburgh? Who'd they beat? I don't even know. I couldn't even tell you. Cardinals. Oh, screw the Cardinals. I hate the Cardinals. <laughs> That's a rough one. I didn't know any of those. That was tough. Uh, I got to get my mind tough. back in my 1990 years. All right, let's go again. <laughs> Come on. What other club entered the American League the same year as the Mariners? Um, Minnesota? No. Mm. Uh, I don't know. Milwaukee? No. Milwaukee because they had Milwaukee Brave. Um, this sucks. I don't know this. I don't. I don't know the answer to this at all. It's the Toronto Blue Jays. Blue Jays. Good for them. All right. <laughs> and last, uh, true or false? The Athletics are the last club to win back-to-back World Championships. Now this is a question from 1990 uh, when the Reds won the World Series. So, uh, <laughs> sure, true. False. This New York terrible. Yankees in 77 and 78. Uh, right after Reds did it in 75 and 76. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, that's going to bring us to what uh, I believe is his second year card, which is kind of a bummer. Mr. David Wells. Oh. And then, my friend, we have a should-be Hall of Famer. We have the greatest home run hitter in Major League Baseball history. A very skinny Barry Bonds. Wow, Pittsburgh Pie. Oh, so awesome. Randy Bush. Couldn't tell you who Randy Bush was to save my life. Oh, Mark Eichhorn. The old sidewinder. Jim Gott. Don't know Jim Gott. Congratulations, Jim Gott. Oh, look at this young Eddie Martinez. Look at Edgar Ooh. with the mustache from the early days with the Mariners. That could be a rookie card. No, he played. It's yes, the only many games did he play. He only played sixty-five games. I think that would not be his rookie card. Then hmm. it might be. Still cool. Oh, a little scratch. Great card. Pedro Guerrero. Remember that dude? Mm-hmm. Big hitter. Pedro Guerrero. Marty Barrett. Don't know you with Boston because they sucked back then. Oh, Ozzy Guillen with the socks. I love it. And dude, right now, I'm. Uh, this is my favorite card. Right off the bat. Luis hey. Quinones. <laughs> My man played every single position in one season for the Cincinnati Reds. Quinones. If you're ever playing that game where you have to go back and forth with a person and name a baseball player, when if you get the cue, Luis Quinones, Luis Quinones is, the, is, the, is the only one. Dan Quisenberry. But oh, there you go. I would say Luis Quinones. Yeah. Uh, Joe Hesketh. Uh, Alvin Davis, Seattle. How about this guy, the closer for the San Francisco Giants in 1990? Cowboy, 
the cowboy Jeff Brantley. That might be a rookie card, friend. Ooh. Giants. Uh, he was seven and one with the Giants. He had 97 innings the year before. Uh, okay. Gary Pettis. Wow. And last but not least, one of the ugliest men to ever walk the face of the earth. No. Mike Marshall. Mike Marshall. He may or may not have been in our uh, ugliest man, ugliest uh, baseball player ever competition that we did in like the very first season of the Nosebleed Sports Podcast. That's right. That was so long ago. We used to get a lot of votes in that stuff, too. Mm -hmm. Not too bad. I wonder if we did that. Can you do polls on the face tube anymore? You know, I don't know. I don't. Th- I feel like we stopped because we they didn't they took do them the off. polls anymore, right? Something yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah. I feel like I feel like we had some good polls going there for a while. Yeah. All right, we'll get back. Maybe we need to figure out a way to get back into that. We need to get the polls going again. We or the what it was. It was poll. You did. You voted, and then we had it was a big bracket, and uh, yeah, yeah. That was fun. Ugliest man baseball. Dude, I appreciate the, the 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 present. Thank you very much. This is the coolest thing. I'm gonna have to find this thing. What's it? It's called a junk box. Or junk no, wax, a junk box. wax box. I so I uh, full disclosure, I have gotten two of those. It's like a it's like one of those subscription services. You can you can subscribe and get one of these every month. Um, or you can just do one, you know, one time deal. Uh, and then they have the monthly theme where this one is the mid-90s basketball. You always get three packs of basketball, three packs of baseball, three packs of football. Are they always – is it everything pre-2000? Everything is like late 80s, early 90s. I love that. Unless they do a special one. Yeah, it's it's so perfect for guys like us. Who, this is so awesome. That was our era collecting cards. Yes. Um, yeah, I, I, I love it. I Once in a while, I'm going to keep getting those things probably just because it's so fun to, to – Get it and get new packs and, and just reminisce the ones you want. I mean, the the era you want, everything. Yeah, man. When I saw that ninety, I was pretty excited about that. Because I'll tell you what, you find a baseball card store, you can't just go in there and get packs no. of cards from that. Nope, time. definitely not. That's getting not. harder and harder to find yes. boxes too. Yeah, stuff. yeah. Because the guys who had like a thousand Dunneris, eighty six Dunneris or whatever, are starting to get rid of them because they're selling them for five bucks and people are jumping on that stuff. So. Yeah. Uh, yeah, very difficult. Yeah, all right, man. Anyway, that was fun. Yeah, great day today. Yeah, yep, covered a lot. Man. We'll have uh, a ton of stuff next week, too. Junk wax box down. That was that was a fun, that was fun for me to open that in between everything that we did. Yeah. I had a ton of fun with that. That was awesome. All right, brother. So, uh, yeah, what, what we got next week? We've got uh, we've got Nick Kroll, we've got the Mount Rushmore of Disney songs. We've got Major League Baseball playoffs. We'll be in full swing there. We may, actually, there'll be the first round will be done. That's right. That'll be Friday, Saturday, Sunday. So we'll be into the the division, uh, the division series when we come up. That's right. That's right. So very excited for that. We'll do that, and then we'll see what comes up in the next week too. We'll have, I'm sure, we'll have some other stuff. Well. Absolutely. All right. So till next time, don't forget to turn your headlights on. Thank you.